One hand speaks. Hey, hey, 2020. Here we go, my friends. Podcast number 142. Just uh, mid-January 2020. Coming out with just a little podcast about... uh, Uh, speaking to kids in Indiana. So this is for my Indiana crew. I was just out there in September. I had a great time with my very good friends, Eric and Sean, and their sweethearts. And um, yeah, they sponsored me to come out and do a talk for Turkey Run Elementary School, a very rural middle school and high school out in Indiana. It was actually a couple hours from Bloomington, Indiana, long drive in the morning. And I had uh, simply an incredible experience out there. I really enjoyed speaking at the school. They have a really great school. They have some really good kids. Uh, There's a lot of uh, economic hardship over there. Um, There's just a lot of impoverishment. Oh, that was terrible. There's a lot of poverty (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, I'm having a pretty intense day, so I'm coming coming clean, coming clean. Um, yeah, that was the main thing when I was talking to the principal out there. She just said we have a lot of kids whose families don't have a lot of money, and that's just kind of the theme there in deep rural Indiana, southern Indiana. And I, I found that to be... Well, I took that to heart. I grew up in Indiana. It was kind of like coming home. And uh, wow, what a great, great time. What a great time. And then I had a really good time with my friends, Eric and Sean. We all turned 50 around the same time. They sponsored the trip. And then we spent a, a number of days going to the Lotus Festival, uh, Lotus Musical Fest, Music Fest in Bloomington, Indiana, which is a world music fest. And let me tell you what it was unbelievable, simply amazing, simply amazing. The opening act was just phenomenal. Whoa. And this hurdy-gurdy player, wow, was incredible. And all the music, I had just a great time. I had a really great time going back to see my friends. But the main thing was this talk. And it was at this talk that one of the kids asked me a question that I get asked I can't say often, but a little bit. It definitely comes up. It definitely comes up. It's not most kids' main question about my one-handed life, but interestingly enough, it does come up. Uh, It comes up occasionally. Let me put it to you like that. It comes up occasionally. Normally, I get asked all the standard questions from kids. How do I tie my shoes? How do I put on my watch? How do I clean my back? How do I cook? This one girl asked me how I hold a book. Another kid asked me how I put my coat on. They, you know, it's a lot of show and tell. It's a lot of show and touch. They want to see my, my left arm and my little micro hand. But sometimes the kids ask really really deep, really poignant questions, like questions I can tell they've actually contemplated or they're, they're really thinking about my general welfare, my general welfare as a one-handed person. 
But this kid asked me this question, um, and like I said, it's come up, it's come up occasionally, enough to be worthy of a podcast, if I might say so myself. This young lady asked me. She said, "Alejandro, who has treated you the worst because of your one hand?" Basically, she said, who's treated you the worst in life? And then I asked her, I said, are you asking me about being treated badly? Who has treated me the worst because I don't have two hands, because I I live a one-handed life? And the little girl said, yeah, I had to pause for a moment. I had to create a little, create a little tension there and, and uh, let everybody think about that. And I told her, I said, that is a very, very good question and a very honest question and a very sincere question. And I can tell that you are really thinking about my life. And lo and behold, I said, are you ready? This is my answer. The person that's treated me the worst because of my one-handedness is me, was me. And it really, it kind of, Well, it stunned everyone. People were a little amazed that that was actually my answer. And I even said, yeah, you guys are you guys are astounded by that, right? I've been treated very bad, very bad by many different people for many different reasons, especially trying to find a job. Oh, and certainly when I was younger, I've talked about that. I got a couple podcasts about finding jobs that I, I was treated heinously, really bad, really bad. And, uh, yeah, I've been marginalized playing sports, and even in the martial arts, my sensei didn't want to promote me to black belt they, because I couldn't do certain techniques the way two-handed people do. You know, now I'm an adult. What's up with that? Oh, si- segue, side note, side note, just found out today I uh, have been promoted to fourth-degree black belt in Aikido. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's a big deal. Now I'm fourth Don, fourth degree black belt Aikido. So whatever my sensei had said in the past, I appreciate their support. But if you tell me I can't do it, I'm just going to work that much harder to prove that I can do it. And I told these kids that. So let me get back to the story. I told these kids. as Yeah, and I mentioned after I gave the answer and there was a long pause, students looked confused, the energy shifted in the room, and I said, yes, I I am the one that has treated myself the worst because I've had too much pity for myself and uh, too much uh, pain and and suffering and just hatred, and, you know, I had a a feeling of indignation, righteous unfairness that I was born like this, and I put up my own obstacles. Often we say we are our own worst enemy, and we bully ourselves a lot, which is just simply a terrible thing to do. A terrible thing to do. There's, We're not bad people, even though, well, you know, bad things happen to good people, right? And, and, and even just being born like this, right? Yeah, I had a lot of misunderstanding and you know I didn't understand why people treated me this way I had a lot of suffering but I don't anymore and when I look back on it when people ask me that question who has treated you the worst I always say myself we are our own worst enemies and we we create all our own obstacles I'm not saying I can do things I can do everything that anyone else can but what I'm saying is that I can be the best that I can be with what I got. 
And that's all that I want. I just want to be the best that I can be with what I got in the life that I have right now, at the age that I am right now, with the body that I have right now. I'm not interested in trying to be better than you. I'm just trying to be the best possible me. And when I don't do that is when I create my own obstacles, when I put up my own stop gaps, when I, when my own blockages, right? We do that to ourselves. And I have done that many, 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 one more time, many times. But I, I won't live like that anymore. I want to be my own best supporter. My biggest fan of me is me kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because after I was talking to these people about that, it made a lot of sense. And I even asked them, I said, have you ever treated yourself badly? Right? We have all these conversations with ourselves. And a lot of this goes back to simply the idea of disabled thinking. If I believe that I cannot do something, then I cannot. Thinking has unlimited power. And when you give unlimited power to being powerless, then you make powerless incredibly powerful. And I, I, I've done a TEDx talk about disabled thinking. I talk a lot about disabled thinking. I've recently been asked to go do a talk in uh, Portland, Oregon, about, the, about disabled thinking in general. I would rather have a disabled body than thinking that is disabled, the belief that there are things that I cannot accomplish to the best of my capacity. And what's really interesting is when you do the best you can, like truly and sincerely do the best you can, uh, nobody can really say anything to you because you did the best you could possibly do. And then it's about deepening that capacity, expanding that capacity. I've accomplished many things in my one-handed life because I believe in the power of thinking. But also, I gave up being my own worst enemy. I gave up bullying myself. I gave up telling myself all these things that I could never do because I don't have two hands. I gave that up a long, long time ago. And right now in my life, my friends, my number one fan is me. <laughs> and I think for all of you, you should all be your own fans. You should support yourself and be kind to yourself and don't bully yourself. And if anyone is ever going to tell you that there is something you cannot do, it better be you. Because that's what I tell, I tell people in my speeches, that, that if anyone's going to tell me I can't do something, it's me. And the only way I'm going to find out is to find out. So I got to put, I got to put it to the test. I got to figure it out on my own. I got to try, I got to try, and then I got to try again. And the, if I cannot successfully do it, then I need to know why. But ain't nobody ever going to tell me that I can't do something because they believe I'm incapable, because they have perceived limitations they're trying to put on me. No, 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 brah. Na 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 ba, not gonna happen. And that's what I'm teaching in the 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 whole one-handed life thing. One hand speaks. Disabled thinking, the power of our thinking to overcome any limitation. Yes, yes, indeed, my friends. So keep up the good work. Have faith in yourself. Believe in yourself. Support yourself. Be your number one fan. And with that, my friends, it is time to go. If next week 
you check in to onehandspeaks.com and the website's not there, just be a little patient. I am uh, changing web hosters. Okay, so just uh, give me a little bit of support, give me a little bit of patience, and uh, go out there and do more good things. Be brave, be bold, and be courageous. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets. <laughs>